This is CliffCentral.com. What up, it's ASAF, and you're listening to the GT Vibe. GT you can tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. on Cliff Central. Dessert. show that you tune in when you want to know what's happening in Zimbabwe about Zimbabwe and from Zimbabwe. And in this week's episode, I'm going to have a conversation with two gentlemen that run a very, I'll say a very successful young uh, company. And uh, they've been making waves in the country of Zimbabwe and in Bulawayo, obviously, with with their works and it's something that I also admire especially with young people coming from a country where there's high levels of un- unemployment and they're here just creating employment for themselves so I'll allow them to introduce themselves and uh, what they do in KBM agency. Sir. Hello listeners, I'm Adrian Andy Piri, mm-hmm. uh, creative director at Kingston Brain Management. Um, people usually know it as KBM agency. Okay. And sir? Yeah, my name is Sakumuzi Keith Dube. I'm also from Kingston Brand Management with Agent Piri today. Uh, great to be on the show. But what do you do at KBM? Um, I handle operations. Ah. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's just the boring stuff really, but it, it, it gets everything done. Yeah, so you're the guy we need to be friends with to just get to understand how this company runs. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. The, Meaning, the creative directors don't really matter, actually. No, no. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could say so, but yeah. Um, operations is... What, what I essentially do on a day-to-day basis is to ensure everything is where it's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so take me, uh, take me back, Adrian, to when you were uh, in high school. Is this, uh, what, was, what did you want to do? when you were in high school, and then what did you go on to do, and what are you doing now, oh, which is okay. obviously So I'm uh, weirdly enough, right, um, just my educational background, I actually studied accounting. Okay. Yes, um, I've got a degree in accounting. Oh, fancy. Yeah. So then, but um, just to backtrack a bit, um, I've always uh, done uh, events. Mm-hmm. I also used to be a DJ, actually. Some people don't even Like, tricky, tricky. <laughs> yeah, like... Like in the club, or DJ, DJ on radio. Uh, like... 
Um, not really clubs. I mostly teach at our parties. Okay. And, yeah, those private events. So you're the guy to call maybe when you're growing up. There were, yeah, were the yeah, guy to yeah, call yeah, at yeah. weddings, at your house, parties, at funerals. Because you know funerals now we yeah, we yeah. party. <laughs> yeah, we know we got a party. You need to celebrate the life. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so um, I've always had an interest with uh, doing events. So then it happened that um, uh, came my uh, university time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I met up with uh, Dando. Uh-huh. So um, uh, at university, we used to, um, whenever there was a function, I uh, would be the ones maybe um, organizing everything, doing mm-hmm. everything. Then um, we saw that uh, we, we had an interest in this end, and we yeah. actually had uh, set up some form of structure, mm-hmm. uh, Kingston Brain Management. Okay. So then after we graduated straight up, we uh, looked for money, mm-hmm. got office space, mm-hmm. and yeah, here we are today. And you went to register, obviously, initiated. Yeah, yeah, we did. We are a registered company. All right, all right. Registered company. And Mr. Tube. Yeah, yeah. What were What were you thinking when you're in high school? Maybe in form four, when you're 16 years old. Like, what did you want to do? Tell you what, I was not interested in school at all. <laughs> you look like that one person that has never interested in school. Never, never. <laughs> uh, funny story. Um, when I got to my form four, I actually flunked my odds, and my dad said. <laughs> what is it that you're going to do with your life? Uh-huh. And I got to a point where I thought, okay, maybe going to the Air Force is such a bad idea. I mean, I could run, you know, I could do a couple Air of Force, sit-ups. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I thought of doing that. That's deep. I thought of that and I was like, no, that doesn't work. Mm. And I, re- I remember back in the day growing up, uh, I was very interested in traveling. You know? Okay. We'd go on holidays and I saw this little book one day when I was a kid and I was a lot of old things, and uh-huh. I saw a picture I put there, and I said to myself, okay, this was, I think I was in grade seven, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a safari guide. I'm like, is this what I was thinking at that age? Uh-huh. And I stumbled into tourism. Oh, nice. Interesting. Nice. Um, I enjoyed the traveling. I hated the hotels, though, but the bush. You hated the hotels. The hotels, the hotels, because the hotel is suit, Okay. it's too so impress- Anyway, when, when I went on to the bush and I wrote Hey, this, this is like a holiday, but it's a job. You can actually so enjoy the bush more. I love it. Just bring the stereotype of uh, Americans, yeah. white people calling Africans monkeys oh, that no, enjoy yeah. the jungle. <laughs> That's exactly what you are confirming for them. So what what I enjoyed the most was meeting different people mm. almost on a daily basis. It was such an interesting um, experience for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to people, they tell you the life stories, and you just sit, have a couple of drinks around the Palmer. And it was very interesting. So I went overseas uh, to study further. This is a person who flunked their O's and I'm thinking, okay, where am I here in life? And I came back and I'd I'd known Dando for quite quite some time and we had Mm -hmm. a couple of initiatives that um, we had running. Mm -hmm. And at the time he had started Kingston Brand Management, we said, hey, let's make it a go. And -hmm. I thought, hey, this is great. And... Yeah, we are today. Right. This is interesting. You mentioned something about traveling, and yeah. uh, I mean, you find that it's quite expensive to travel within the African continent. But how important is it for Africans to travel? Not just Africans, but also any other person to travel. The travel, uh, look, from my experience, is that you go out, you learn uh-huh. in a textbook. It's 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 outdated. Uh-huh. Travel is probably the best form of education you can ever have. Oh, nice. That's when you get to understand what makes different people from different walks exactly. of life exactly. so it's very important unfortunately in Africa our challenges 
access mm. from one place to the next. It's, it's also cheap. very expensive. expensive. That's what makes it very expensive, mm. from my experience. Mm-hmm. If, if, if two places are interconnected easily, straight mm. line, mm. traffic mm. becomes so much cheaper. Mm. And another challenge with Africa is access to information. Mm. You want to go to that place, but you know very little about it. Mm-hmm. When you get that information, there's a gap there in the market mm. in terms of... Uh, informing people. But at the same time, we say that Zimbabwe is the most educated country in the world. So yeah. what education are we actually being pampered with? Are we like chickens that are just being given things that actually uh, just make us grow big heads but don't make us think or challenge us to think? Yeah. Um, basically, I think if you approach the whole educational system with a narrow mind, it's, it becomes a trade for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Cause but we are trapped. Yeah, we are trapped in the sense that it, it, it really limits you your, in terms of your creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, immediately when you leave home, in the, uh, when you're starting your preschool, for example, right, mm-hmm. your parent will say, what, I'm going to go out there and learn and be a good what, employee. Yeah, no, so it doesn't make you think yeah, to be right. an employer. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't really, it doesn't really challenge you enough to say, okay, fine, right? Yeah, other problems out there in the world. So, yeah. what better thing can I do mm, right, mm, to make mm. like, um, what uh, solve these problems? Yeah, right? yeah. Create employment. Mm. And then now, when we talk about being boxed in, our 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 catchphrase or motto is boxless, boxless thinking. Yeah. 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 So we are trying to think outside the box, you mm. know, explore all the boundaries, do everything that you can do, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's that's exactly. The mantra that we live by mm. on a single daily basis. Yeah. But but I like what you touched on in terms of being the employer because you find that with the current situation of Zimbabwe, it's not like the favorite economy to stay in, obviously. Uh, but then you are f- not like forced to say, but it also comes naturally that you need to be an entrepreneur. So you find people right. asking on the streets, sell, trying to sell you spray for your car. Someone is trying to sell you yeah. uh, pet control stuff. Someone is trying to sell you. Underway on the streets, you know, everybody's an entrepreneur, and um, you guys here, you are, you are running your own uh, company, and you're also just being entrepreneurs, but in the entertainment and in the lifestyle space. Yeah. Are you making use of what you went to school for? I think um, I'll be lying if I say um, what I learned at school. Mm-hmm. I'm not using it right now. I've learned, I've learned um, how to handle my finances better mm-hmm. as an accounting uh, person. Right? Yeah. I learned how to handle my accounts uh, better. I know how to successfully run a business in a way because I did business studies as part of accounting. Yeah. So you're the money guy? Yeah. yeah. If we want money from KPM, we should come <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not in the finance department, but yeah. But then it helps because now it helps if one of you guys has an understanding of uh, accounting or uh, PR or because you interact with a lot of people and uh, you say that sometimes uh, just hearing people's stories through, you know, when you, you do your activities outdoors, not in the hotel, you get to understand people. That, that's like public relations on its own. It, it is, it is. And when you ask the question, what have you learned, um, what that which we have learned, are we applying it on a day to day? From my experience, I'd say yes, because meeting people from different cultures mm. is probably the most difficult thing ever. Because it's chaotic. It's chaotic. chaotic. <laughs> First of all, sometimes it comes to language. Mm. Maybe not necessarily language being a problem, but the accents. Mm. You can never believe how an accent, the way two people speak mm. the same language yeah. differently, 
it can be misinterpreted. Like a bag in the bag. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and you form some sort of attitude towards that person. Yes. So, so what I've learned is to be patient with people, mm. be able to tolerate what a person says, and most importantly, being perceptive. Mm. And in entertainment, you meet all sorts of different people. Yeah, they are. Of course, that's the place. And, and you need to know how to treat people. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 the, it's the most fundamental thing, especially in, in a small business, because the challenge black businesses tend to have is, yeah, we think black businesses are not as reliable, but it's a lesson mm. in treating people the correct way mm -hmm. means that tomorrow morning these are the same customers that come back to you mm -hmm. not only that refer you to other people That's, yeah. and they become your brand ambassadors mm -hmm. so customer service is very key and from my experiences I, I, I can't reiterate that enough to anybody that thinks of getting into the most interesting thing about the conversation is because you're also like touching on a few things. Yeah. Customer service in Zimbabwe. Can we just talk about how sometimes oh, yeah. crap it is customer service in Zimbabwe? Um, because you're trying to fight to yeah, have a good yeah, customer yeah, service. Yeah. But in general, how is the customer service in Zimbabwe? If I'm to rate customer service in Zimbabwe, I would say maybe it's a one or a two. Terrible. It's like the worst ever. Because um, I, think, I think the number one problem with most businesses um, they've told themselves that people are desperate. Mm -hmm. So in the sense that um, people are desperate, they think they think they can take advantage of people. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Come what may you come to that specific shop and what? And, and buy, buy either way. To buy. Yeah. It's like the worst customer service. It really needs work. So mm. it work. I think people need to go to school for customer service. They need to go to school, but we've got yeah. too much schooling in Zimbabwe so far. I think it's just like a basic thing no, that you I think, need to... I think, I think it's not really like... It's one thing going to school and mm -hmm. learning how to be a cashier, but it's not enough. A company should also take their employees for training to start all training right, all right. all, right? Because mm -hmm. every industry is different. And when you go through uh, uh, that training, maybe to be a till operator, mm -hmm. you are not taught how to operate in each and every one of those industries, mm -hmm. how to mm -hmm. end with customers, how to talk to customers in mm -hmm. a way, right? Mm -hmm. So, but... If I, run, if I run a club, for instance, right, mm -hmm. I would take my bar people, they entice them, want to properly talk to the type of clientele I cater for. All right. Right. So training is key. So from that training here, you do get customer satisfaction at the end of the day. That's interesting. Uh, you wanted to add something? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking um, from that customer service, because when entertainment and lifestyle, mm -hmm. it's about an experience. Yeah, so that's the most one important bad thing. experience. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I'll give an example. I was at the unplugged, uh, the last unplugged uh, Zimbabwe, the one that was in Ireland with Shekena yes, performing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it was amazing. I mean, the performance was amazing. But then there's one lady who was saving food to the staff uh, of unplugged and also those that were part of almost the staff. Okay, yeah. um, so when, and she's a loyal lady. And when we went to her, and she was like, oh, no, just give me five minutes, yeah, I'll be back to you guys. And then after that five minutes, she was like, can you come, please, hurry up, I, I've got things to do. Like, we've been, we haven't been waiting to get food from her. And then the, also, the, also, the way she also spoke to, to everyone else for me didn't sit well with me. So I went back to her, I was like, ah, listen, may I have a word with you? And she's like, I don't have time for you, I'm busy. And then I said to her, okay, listen, first of all, I'm your client, and the client is king. You should have time for your client because I'm trying to give you feedback about your service. So you cannot tell me that you are busy, you have no time for me because I'm trying to give you feedback about, yeah. about your service. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have time. So I took it to the promote, to the owners of Unplugged. And then I, I saw her pointing finger.
Jesus at me. She thought I was I was being bitchy or some something like that. But the thing for me was that the same thing you said. You feel like people that are offering sex, they feel like you need to beg them. You either way you're gonna come back. But then that's why we're in this crap mess in the country where even our own city councils are not delivering because they think like they don't care. Yeah. And and you know what 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 that um, does to a lot of these businesses. Um, I think it's something that needs to be said and it needs to be reiterated. I don't know, I just had a thought about it this morning and I was looking at some of the entertainment uh, places or sports mm-hmm. that we've had here in Ulaoi over the mm-hmm. past few years. Their life cycles. Yeah. They don't realize that every product goes through a life cycle. Yeah. So yes, it's a yes. bookish, but it's a practical <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. um, they don't see that okay they've reached a certain stage where everybody loves their spot mm-hmm. but after a while it tends to get a bit more exactly and they miss that gap too mm-hmm. from the point when everybody is loving it mm-hmm. and to a point where they feel like okay different day same yeah. Old thing. yeah yeah so people in entertainment need to think about that we need to say, evolve also let's, let's let's evolve our thinking yeah, yeah. yeah. let's 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 stay on the pulse Let's not think money is coming in mm-hmm. day after tomorrow it's still going to be there. No, mm-hmm. you need to reassess, look at where you are now and what is it that we can do to make our spot. And to keep relevant also. Yeah, keep relevant, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that's I, very true. Because if you're not relevant then there's no, people don't find you yeah. any use. People, no you need to be relevant to the community and the people that you're existing, yeah. uh, you're working for. Yeah. And one other thing with entertainment there, entertainment, it's, it's, it's not only about maybe um, getting people to come there and dance, right? It's about uh, <laughs> providing a what? An experience. Right? Yes. So that. if you are to advertise and say, um, uh, this weekend we have this particular theme going on, right? So you need to make sure that when someone walks into that particular venue where you're having that event, mm. they get to feel, okay, fine, this is what the Wakanda best. night or something. Yeah, that's yeah. That's 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 Although I'm not a Wakanda fan because yeah. I feel like Wakanda is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Africa, Why? which is a continent, yeah. and uh, we don't, we shouldn't what's called make it sound sophisticated. Africa is sophisticated enough, mm. so this whole Wakanda and Black Panther thing for me is just a lot of crap. Um, not I'm not a fan of Black Panther anyway. Uh, but anyway, go on with your story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Entertainers, entertainers um, shouldn't really take people for granted. It's mm. not as easy as it was back then, whereby uh, you just, um, all you needed was just a venue, mm. you put your sound there, you get your DJ there, mm. and then you kind of just, no, it doesn't people need to enjoy. It's about that experience of, you know, yesterday, man, I had so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I had so much fun. I went to that party, we did this and that and that. You know that kind of a feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And once people start talking, they what? Next time when you say you've got something going on, you won't even need to advertise because they already have advertised for you. So do you feel like maybe most of our people working in the internet space have lost the experience essence of it? Like people just want to make money but they've forgotten that the client wants to have an experience from when they get in to when the event ends. I think people believe that the product sells itself. It's, it's not food. It's not food. Uh, look, <laughs> even it, food doesn't sell itself. It doesn't necessarily sell. You better have itself. to put those spices for exactly. it to smell good. <laughs> it, 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 it needs to have a lot of thought process in it. Um, you need to think about it. I, I always try to, rather, whenever we come up with concepts, mm-hmm. um, we like to have a Advocate, where in one of the one of the chaps um, 
within our sessions, yeah. you try to critique whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. that you're doing. So it's also essential if you're in the entertainment space, sit and try to imagine yourself as one of your patrons mm-hmm. or whoever it is coming to an event. What is it that you are going with? Feel. It's it's one thing to come up with an idea and think that wow my idea is dope, mm-hmm. people are gonna love it. Mm. But think if you were one of those people that you're trying to sell the idea mm. to, would you go to it? So think of the clients. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Because I also have a challenge when you say that. Sorry to cut you short. You know when you when you when you sit down with designers, I feel like designers forget that what they are making has to satisfy you. Yeah. So you find a designer saying, "Oh no, I'm gonna do this this for you." I can't mention name names because some of them won't talk to me after. Uh, <laughs> but then there's some designers that want to overdo stuff, and you're like, "No, but you understand my vibe. My vibe is not even all these feathers. My vibe is not red. My vibe is not this color. I like this." So at the end of it all, they also need to realize, you know what? Yes, I'm a designer, I'm a creative, but I need to make sure that you are satisfied because you are the king yeah. um, so I feel like more, most of the people in the they forget that, in yeah. the yeah. forget that. So, so it's, it's about that it's, 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 it's natural when you come up with an idea and people like or dislike certain elements of it it's okay to take the criticism yeah. because yeah. at the end of the day it makes you a better person or a business person mm-hmm. whatever it is you're trying to sell becomes better as well yeah. Yeah. Take, on the advi- take on the advice take on the criticism uh-huh. Refine your concept and put it the way the client wants it to be. Yeah, yeah. And that, that 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 goes without saying. Yeah. So you need to remember that the client is always king. If you're listening, uh, the hashtag is GTWE vibe, and you can also tweet the station at cliffcentral.com or you can tweet me at GilmoreTWE. Where can we tweet you? I'm at uh, KPM underscore agency. Okay, uh, you can I'm sure it's the same idea. thing for you. At Sakumzi, that's my Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, then my Instagram. You're entrepreneurs. Everybody in Zimbabwe seems to be an entrepreneur. You should be uh, operating within the entertainment space and the lifestyle space. Um, what are the, the, some of the most hectic things that you guys come across in that particular space? I think... I think I'm uh, with uh, with our fields. Basically, um, if we're looking at the marketing side, right, mm-hmm. with 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 how the economy is right now, right, most companies are struggling. You know? Yeah. So uh, when companies are struggling, they they cut on their budgets. And mm-hmm. one one of the mm-hmm. budgets that's uh, that's always affected is the marketing budget. Mm-hmm. So uh, you find that at the end of the day, even the um, uh, the amounts that we are. Uh, paid for, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they are not the uh, money we are supposed to be getting. At the end. We, we always want more. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, so really, it's, it's a bit of a challenge whereby uh, you do have business, but you are not making as much as mm-hmm. you are supposed mm-hmm. to be making. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, you have to make it work. Yeah, but then earlier we had a conversation, maybe just of uh, when we were talking about uh, I used to work for the Alliance Frances and when I was at the Alliance Frances it was such a headache to just bring an international act into Zimbabwe mm. because of the policies that the government puts in and the National Arts Council is there also trying mm. to pull you down. Mm. Uh, don't, don't you think that possibly these authorities can sort of like um, just reduce on the things that they need from you when you're trying to bring in revenue into the country and trying to bring in maybe a huge artist to come and perform? Uh, what are your thoughts around policies that are put in bringing artists into Zimbabwe? Okay, maybe to understand their logic, first and foremost, is mm-hmm. to try and protect 
local artist, which is commendable. Yeah. Which is commendable. But then what they need to also understand is our local artists must themselves be competitive. Exactly. Because if you go into the studio as a recording artist, for mm. instance, it means that whatever it is you're doing, they put your heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Don't put it out there and say, because local people should come. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Consume my yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then now, if we look at the government, second, it's an issue of revenue. Now they're trying to plug in uh, all these gaps in terms of their revenue from all sorts of angles. Yeah. Which is uh, to the detriment of, of, of the entertainment. Exactly. Because think about it. We don't want to be forced to have to listen to this person or to listen to that person or attend this mm. because the government says this and the mm. government says that. Mm-hmm. No, it's a free country. We're living in. It's a free global. country. Okay, we'll, we'll move with that. It's a free country. We'll move with that. We're in a global space yeah. and everybody can access things that are happening outside the country. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's only as nice, it's only as nice for us to experience all mm-hmm. those international acts right in our own backyard. Mm-hmm. So in terms of uh, the policies and the regulation, mm-hmm. it's, 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 let me use the term ridiculous. You know, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, but for those of you that are listening and you're wondering what's this noise in the background, we're actually at the KBM's new space, working space. So we're not in the studio, like always. <laughs> yeah. We are in their working space. And obviously, we hear chickens running around. We also <laughs> goats in the background. I just saw a cow somewhere and I saw cats somewhere else. So, um, but the whole point is to get a conversation going and to talk about what young Zimbabweans and Zimbabweans are doing in general. Um, you touched on, uh, and he's writing something down. You, you guys touched on, uh, obviously, being protective of the people, like the government is putting policies to protect the people within Zimbabwe. But don't you realize that sometimes if you're overprotective of your own children, like the pastors, when you're overprotective of your children, look at the pastors' children. Not that they're not human beings, but they're the naughtiest of them all. So then what does it do to us as Zimbabweans if there's overprotection around us? Well, I think we're forced to yeah. think outside the box, yeah. yeah. Like your company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are forced to think outside the box, but at the end of the day, I think it does more harm than good. Because mm-hmm. one, you are, if you are overprotected, you are not really open to what's out there in yeah. the world. You know, for, for example, with the entertainment industry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really get much movies, uh, local dramas, local yes, movies are yes. going out there, outside the scene, right? Because of the cocoon we put ourselves, ourselves as Zimbabweans, right? Yeah. But then now, but then now, if, 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 if that barrier can be removed, right, mm-hmm. we'll get more of these guys coming even just to uh, produce their films. And exactly, and, and that's revenue yeah. for yeah. the locals. That's a dream yeah. I have. Yeah. Something yeah. I, I love to see... Uh, a local entertainment uh, unit or a production yeah. being broadcast outside of Zimbabwe. And the same way people here in Zimbabwe love uh, all those soapies on SAPC and what have you. That's what we watch. We'd lo- we would love, we'd love to see that. I mean, we've seen one or two programs from Zambia that mm. some people here in Zimbabwe mm. watch religiously. Mm-hmm. I would kill for just just one. Yeah, just one. Mm. Exported out of Zimbabwe, and people are saying this Zimbabwean production right. is so dope. It's so amazing. Mm. I would love that. Mm. I would love that. I mean, I think on that as well, right? The other issue that's that's affecting maybe our entertainment industry is that we've been 
it's like we don't have a platform, especially with our movies, right? We don't have um, enough platforms to showcase local producers. But there's still Kineko, though, which is almost national, I guess. Yes, ten k, stay never used to, but, I need, never used to know how to say that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah, now. Stay yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, uh, we don't get enough of these platforms, I was all right, all right. Uh, which are sure locally we produce stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. So in a way, us as Zimbabweans, we end up not appreciating locally produced stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, why? Yes, why? Almost every one of us here is a DSTV or a Quasi, right? Cause it's because we've learned to now adopt SA culture because we like watching uh, all these uh, TV shows. And yeah, yeah. And so, so it's really it's really a lot of things that need to be changed for us to fully say, okay, fine, Zim, right? We are mm-hmm. there, we are okay in terms of entertainment. Yeah, but then also, if you look at South Africa and the Nigeria, they're very aggressive in terms of their marketing and pushing mm-hmm. their product. They have the government supporting them. That's one thing I think we are slowly getting to in Zimbabwe, or if we're not there at all. The government needs to support the local entertainment space in Zimbabwe. Because in Nigeria, I was in Nigeria recently, and in the Ubers, every Uber I was in, they would never play international music. They would actually say, we will not play international wow. music. They play their local music. It takes me back to when Jonathan Moy was still the minister of what, 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 and he was shoving uh, Rambai Magashinga in our faces. I, I think in some way it was a good thing. Um, we should have maybe maintained it and Zimbabwe could have been popping. Now. I actually said that last week. Yeah. People were criticizing for all sorts of things and they said, guys, you can say whatever you want, but I made my mark. Yeah. I left STEM and secondly, local content. Local content is popping. Yeah. I mean... But, but no one else, no one else ever really championed local content. No, it's not popping in Zimbabwe exactly, but at least we can listen. We still have an ear for it, but it's not making money. Yeah, it's not making money, but now, if we were to say, like, um, what it is, right? It was uh, 100% local, right? Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, all of us now uh, get used to this Zim standard, did it? In a oh, way, okay, uh, okay, get I get it, I get it. What's out there, right? uh, in a way, we are going back to that one thing of what being overprotective of your kids, mm, right? Yeah, we that. are putting those boundaries there. So, I'll say, I'll say it should be 50-50 in a way. You know? yeah. So, yeah, so to give competition to the yeah. local people. Yeah, competition, competition is always good. You touched on having productions coming into Zimbabwe and also creating employment uh, for people that are within Zimbabwe. You guys are working on Okay Malume. Cool cat. He's coming down. Yeah, yeah, he's coming down on the twentieth of October. And you see the advertising, the event. (laughs) (laughs) But then, uh, which is also in a way you're creating some form of employment because you're going to have local people being runners, uh, local ex performing, and things like that. Uh, Just briefly touch on that. Okay, so I'm uh, on the twentieth of October. We're going to have uh, what we call the music and be a a marathon. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be an annual festival. Uh, what's going to happen, basically, let me run it down from what's going to happen from next week up to the 20th. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a warm-up parties, which, are, which we've uh, tackled our warm-up lab, right? Nice. The first one is on the 5th of October by yeah. Zara Lounge. Yeah. Then the following one is going to be by uh, Crystal mm-hmm. on the 6th. Then the final one before the main act is on the 13th of October oh, at Cosmopolitan Night right? Mm-hmm. So uh, during these warm-up parties, we are going to um, if you go to those clubs, you are going to see um, uh, our brand ambassadors wearing the uh, 
other music and beer marathon t-shirts. Nice. So uh, they are going to be moving around, giving people free shots. I'm uh, doing some small free shots. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, free shots. I'm <laughs> doing a challenge or two with you. Yeah. And then you can get to get uh, your t-shirts, mm-hmm. your your branded uh, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Then on the final day now, on the 20th, uh, we're going to have uh, OK Marum Cooket coming through. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's going to happen today, we're going to have uh, what's called the um, the games lounge. Games, yeah, we'll have the games uh, lounge. Yeah. Interesting stuff yeah, is going to yeah, be taking place. Yeah, so on the games lounge, we're going to have four teams which are going to be headed by uh, uh, some local socialites. Okay. I think so socialite is like such a lame word to give to some Influence. Because when you say socialite, it's like all they do is just attend social media yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. they are and it makes them look lame. So it's an influence. Okay. Yeah, that's so, a better one. You know, yeah. They are going to hit these uh, four teams, and each team is going to partake in different challenges mm-hmm. on the day. Then, yeah, we have our champion team. Mm-hmm. All right, so obviously, you've advertised yourself so much, um, but let's go back to the entertainment industry. <laughs> what are the, I mean, obviously, this is a fun thing, and but what are some of the things that you guys sort of like enjoy doing and when it comes to the lifestyle and entertainment industry as entrepreneurs? Work. And meeting all the celebrities. Yep. <laughs> all these different people. It's, 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 it's work, but at the same time, it kind of feels like play. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I told you about my entrance into hospitality, you know, it's, it felt like work and play at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So you get to meet all these different people, you know, you get to drink all the nice things also yeah. at the same time. And, you know, it <laughs> becomes it's a, a chilled sort of environment, but at the same time, you are making work and you are making that money mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, that's, that's what you're looking for, you know? Yeah. Go make that money because uh, people always think entrepreneurship is such a nice little thing, you know? I'm my it's own a, boss. It's, it's a lot of work. Alright, you were talking about work and fun? Yeah, um, look, in the entertainment industry, it's, it's, it's great, you know, there's all these challenges being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and when you get into such environments, you know, your, your lifestyle, your, your entertainment, it becomes this release, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day you think to yourself, as an entrepreneur, you wake up one day, everything is going wrong, you question your sanity, you question, you question your sanity, you, you question yourself, <laughs> You know, people are asking you all sorts of things. Are you doing the right thing? Yeah, just yeah. get up and go get a job. But at the end of the day, it feels all worth it. Yeah. You know, you're soaking all that, that pleasure, the fun. And, but I, I, I feel like maybe what um, we're going through is, in terms of economically in Zimbabwe is actually working to our advantage because it's making us think as bosses. It's not making us want to work for somebody. We have to make things work for us and be the ones in charge. Don't you think so? Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole thing, the whole thing is... He keeps, it, he keeps disturbing us, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like an elephant. No, I was just simply saying that, um, let me record that, 17, 17. So I was just simply saying that, I mean, at the same time, as much as we're going through such a hardship uh, in Zimbabwe, it has come to us as an advantage because you find that a lot of people are now thinking as bosses. We're not thinking of, I want to go and work for somebody. It's, it's like, what can I do? What can I start? Hence, you find that there's a lot of startups um, and um, 
you guys are also just basically one of the very young um, entrepreneurs and you are running uh, a business in the in the space of entertainment and lifestyle yeah. um, what was my question I don't remember but <laughs> I was just simply saying that um, but do you feel we need to shift faster from this or we need to remain in this space until everyone in Zimbabwe realizes that they, they can be an employer no, at the end of the day this is not really helping anyone in a way. But it has helped in some way. No, it has uh, created a lot of uh, informal businesses, yes. Right? But it's not really helping people in a way because even if there are a lot of startups out there, there is no business at the end of the day. The business last day is not the business that's supposed to be there at the end of the day. In the sense that, in the sense that you end up not making as much as you'd earn if the economy was okay. That, but then that would be like some something you'd end working for somebody yeah in a way but not really my, my viewpoint is really simple uh, if you look at entrepreneurship uh-huh. everybody wants to go out and become their own person mm-hmm. not necessarily because of your passion some it's out of survival but the challenge is most of us within this space you find that as entrepreneurs, we are not built for this. Some of us are not built for this. It, 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 it requires tenacity. And at the end of the month, they, look, if you've got responsibilities, you're thinking, really, is it such a good idea yeah, to be yeah, an entrepreneur? Yeah, yeah. Is it not a better idea for me to go out and get a job? Yeah. So, at the end but of where the do you get a job in an economy like Zimbabwe? That's the other thing. Yeah. Where do you get that job? People are settling for less. Like $50 a month. People are settling for less because you've got so many of these uh, brand ambassadors, I think that's what they call them, uh, selling different products. They've got branded merchandise. Mm. You find, uh, I won't mention the organization, you find six or seven or eight people, all from the same organization, yeah. selling the same thing. Mm. So at the end of the day, you ask yourself, really, is it worth it? Mm. You know? You, you could collectively put your mind mm-hmm. to doing something and those selling skills that mm-hmm. you possess mm-hmm. and drive a business. But unfortunately, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because those same people are saying to themselves, okay, let me just do this until I get into something. But then one year goes by, two years goes by, and it, it, becomes, it becomes a serious problem to, to everybody that's trying to, to build up a business. Mm-hmm. And even those that build up businesses, they do not cross their teeth mm-hmm. and dot their eyes. Mm-hmm. They do not register formal businesses. Yeah, and even yeah. in registering those formal businesses, they fail to take uh, into, into consideration that businesses require systems. Yeah. Once you've got a system, you've got a structure, then your strategy Funny enough, I had a question around uh, issues of regist- registering and just uh, protecting your ideas and things like that. You find that a lot of entrepreneurs, they just feel like, oh, it's my idea, it's so dope, so that's it. But there's need for you to have some copyright issues, for you to register a company, for you to actually operate as a full business entity and remember that it's its own person, your own person. Um, with most of the people that you interact with, I mean, what would you say? Because you guys are registered, I'm what would you sort of like just say to young entrepreneurs that feel like their ideas are the next best thing after sunlight liquid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, it's always important to protect your idea because at the end of the day, it's intellectual property, right? 
So I shouldn't really take things for granted. If you want to start a business, uh, you need to start from the fundamentals. You need to register that business. I know that in Zim it's a bit of a headache to register a company. Yeah, yeah, it's quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is expensive, but 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 the whole process is 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 worth it at the end of the day because you don't want in the future when you are now making money and, mm. uh, and Zimra is now on your back, you know what I mean, mm. right? Mm. So at the end of the day, young entrepreneurs start from the fundamentals, have a plan, mm. register your business after you've had a plan and execute. You shouldn't do things without it. But you'll be shocked how many people actually don't have registered businesses and they'll be saying, oh, my company is called Dando and Prostitutes, Etienne <laughs> eh, and uh, Escorts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be shocked that there's so many young people that actually don't have their things protected and registered. And then after that, how do we then take you seriously? Let's say if I'm a bank and I want to partner with you, how do I even take you seriously? Oh, then you end up just becoming a briefcase business. Yeah. So, look, like what Adrian was, 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 was saying, uh, you go out to register your, your, your businesses and everything. Um, it's, 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 it's critically important that for any business idea at the end of the day, um, if you are going to come up with something, don't internalize it. Commit it down to paper or try to present and speak to somebody else. Talk mm-hmm. about the idea. Mm-hmm. Punch in all sorts of holes into it. Refine your concept and mm-hmm. only then can you sell it. Mm-hmm. The reason why some of these companies are also still very small is that they've got a, a, an idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. But then the execution is poor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another thing is the idea might also be great, but in terms of what it is that they want to achieve, mm-hmm. they're not clear and specific about it. Mm-hmm. So they're just shooting all over the place. Sometimes they might hit the correct spot. Yeah, and sometimes they might and sometimes not. They might not. Mm-hmm. And the reason for why they hit that correct spot, they don't really know mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. what it is exactly. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't become a sustainable business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And then the lack of paper is also compounded. So when you go to a bank, and then look, a person who deals with numbers and understands how business is and yeah, the analysis, yeah, yeah. they'll look and this guy's not serious. Yeah, and then you, go, you won't get the support. Yeah. And before you know it, you're 40 years old, 50 years old, and what is it that you've left? You're you'll be still a young entrepreneur because young people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in Zimbabwe are 60 years old. 20 years yeah. down the line. No, 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 no we'll make yeah. it, we'll make it, we'll make it. No, yes. you will be young because remember in Zimbabwe, most of our leadership is in the 70s, 80s. Oh, so yeah. obviously when they're looking at someone who's 60, they're like, ah, this one is very young. Yeah, yeah, and then when they look at you, they're like, ah, this one is a castle. You know, so that's the thing, baby steps. So maybe when you're 50, you'll still been a young entrepreneur because <laughs> that's how the situation is in the country yeah, that's how it is, is. alright uh, I think we only have like about five minutes to go before we wrap this up but um, I want to touch on just um, uh, some of the coolest spaces that you guys like to work in because obviously there's like you know when you do club things or when you have a, an ex that comes in but what is the coolest thing that you actually maybe that your agent likes to focus on when you are working as your company, as your business, I think I think one uh, one of our one of your okay one of my personal things that I like doing I like the organizing event side of it. Okay, you know I'm uh, we've uh, organized uh, modeling uh, shows as well yeah, yeah. recently, yeah, and uh, also uh, events uh, where where we get uh, musicians to come perform. I really like the entertainment side. Okay, the entertainment side of it. Yeah, I'm sure you like talking to the people. 
talking to people yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. um, you go for these exhibitions and you have to talk to people all the time. yeah um, sometimes it's, it's very difficult uh, mm. you know I think you would know you, today you wake up in the morning nice. So you need to put up a face all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you need to be true. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had a very long day, but at the end of the day, you know, you need to. And, 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 and you know, when you do very well, for me, that nothing motivates me more than that. You know, where I know my mind wasn't so great, but then I applied myself, mm-hmm. and I've I've done the best I could, and the results speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's super motivating. Mm-hmm. Speaking to different people, it's 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 great. It's great. Right, so earlier on, as I mentioned, that we are actually in these guys' office. So if you hear phone calls uh, or phones ringing or people mourning, you need to remember that we are in someone's office. It's not the studio. Um, so my question was, like, what's the future like for entrepreneurship in Zimbabwe? I think the future right now with, um, with the whole mantra that's going on around that is um, uh, Zim is open for business, right? I think, I think if 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 we really adopt that policy, mm-hmm. that policy, and, and the government really works super hard on it, mm-hmm. the future is really bright for entrepreneurship. Because mm-hmm. one thing I won't lie to you is that people have ideas out there. Yeah, they do. People do have great ideas out there, but mm-hmm. it's just the platforms and and the platforms and those opportunities. In mm-hmm. re- really the whole environment, if it's allowing for you to do that particular thing, it will be so 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 nice for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe formalize the informal sector, but maybe yeah. that might take some time. Yeah. That might will, take some time. That might take some time. And we need in the, we need money in that economy. But uh, we are open for business now, so maybe money is coming in. Yeah, we also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also for the future, maybe not necessarily my analysis, but maybe my hope. Um, what I've noticed is you've got a lot of young people right now who are clearly very talented, mm. and some are utilizing their talents to supplement income or actually make an income for themselves. Mm. So my hope is that those that are utilizing their talents. Mm can utilize them as much as possible mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people I'm, I'm surprised at what Malaya people are capable of mm-hmm. I've always thought um, we also do a bit of um, advertising here and there and we come up with videos for different kinds mm-hmm. and, and I, was, I, was, I was just blown away by the capabilities of some of our young people in mm-hmm. Malaya I'm thinking, so what's lacking then? well it's the opportunity opportunity is really great you know the other problem is really for the young entrepreneurs is if 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 any big corporation right now needs any work done, they won't mm-hmm. look to guys to young guys like us. They mm-hmm. think ah no that forty uh, year old guy out there has always done this. Uh, is so is this the mentality that we have in Zimbabwe? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I was getting to that and I was okay. thinking maybe yeah. for me That's it's an issue of vision. Mm-hmm. Vision. Because if you can see where you need to be, mm-hmm. I believe that you will do anything and everything possible to get there. Yes, so, sir. you know, you've got your vision, visualize everything. You come up with a little strategy and say, okay, so how do we get to where we need to be? Okay. So for young businesses, if you've got your talent, you know what you want to do with it, you know where you want to go, mm-hmm. that's it, the vision, the vision yeah. is it. Just, just come up with the plan yeah. and execute. It's very yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Because... With some of our entrepreneurs, I, I also have this weakness as an individual, mm. uh, procrastination. You know, you think, I'll do this, but 
maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, you end yeah. up missing opportunities. Yeah, yeah so time I think is opportunities managing are managing time. Managing time management yeah, is very critical. Uh-huh. So you, you miss one hour, then you say, I ah, know, I'll go in and uh, the bus is gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's going to win. So maybe it's also just that we need to be very quick at jumping onto opportunities yeah. and also not expect someone to bring a, uh, you know, a, a, a tray and say, pick what you want. But maybe we need to be very vigorous about um, the things that we want, yeah. maybe, yeah. per se. Ex- yeah. Extremely, yeah. extremely. And be very alert to what's happening around you. Mm. you know, mm. Be perceptive. Because you might see something as... Ah, yeah. That's 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 the way we're thinking. Mm. But then there's an opportunity right there. Yeah, get in there. Especially now if you get into say digital marketing for instance. Digital marketing is for some people very complex, but mm. when you get onto the internet, say for instance you want to come up with a website for your entertainment or whatever it is, mm. but what are people searching for on the internet? Exactly. Now there's certain keywords that you find that they're flooded. Yeah. But then if you refine your keywords, it's just not about trying to visualize and yeah, trying to yeah. find similar words. You'll find uh, a certain key term that is very similar to that. Mm. But what does it do when you come up with it? It takes you straight to the top of yeah. your search yeah. results. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we also need to think mm. in the way we do our daily So it goes back to being relevant because you need to know what people are looking for. You can't just exactly. come in and think that's you need to know getting into a vacuum. Exactly. So, and also getting rid of people, maybe yeah. the old people. <laughs> the old people need to leave position. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So yeah, earlier on, I was yeah, just on that point there. So at the end of the day, it's there are new things that are happening out there in each and every industry. There's, there's been a lot of involvement. Yeah, yeah. Even on the tech side, right? So you get to find out that it's always nice for corporations to bring in these young guys as well, mm-hmm. just so that. You can also have their input because yeah, they yeah, know what's yeah. going on right exactly. now. They know the new ways of doing things. Right? Mm-hmm. And the old guys have the experience and the yeah. necessary wisdom to guide you. Yeah. And we all need that guidance. Yeah. So we need to work together, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, imperative. Yeah. it's imperative. But we need to get rid of... I, I'm glad that Bulawai has got a, a city yeah. mayor who's 35 years old. And his yeah. deputy is what? 32. 32. That's amazing. Yeah. And we need, we need that. I think from the top, we need to start... Removing yes, people, exactly. retire at 50, yeah. goodbye, go home, go to Musha or something. Yeah. And start working. Go, go look at your cult all day long. Alright, so that was entrepreneurship in Zimbabwe. Where do we get a hold of you? Can you spell out your Twitter handle so that people know where to get a hold of you? My Twitter handle is Andile. A A A N D I L E. Andile with a triple A. Why is it so, is it like that? It sounds like when someone is, is having an orgasm, they're like, a cheap orgasm. Okay, yeah. So then on um, on Instagram, um, Adrian underscore Andy. Wow, so much. So you you were talking about branding, you need to brand this guy because he cannot have 100 names in different spaces. So where do we get a hold of you, sir? Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, you can find me on at. Sakumzi, that's S-A-K-H-U-M-Z-W-E. All right. And on Instagram, it's S-K underscore...
Right, we're going to talk about the Red Cycle campaign. This is a campaign that has been making a buzz in Zimbabwe, and I want to understand what it's all about. I've been seeing the hashtag on social media platforms. I've been seeing um, people talk about it. And uh, I have Bridget Ndlovu, who is the PR officer for the Women's Institute for Leadership Development. And uh, she's one of the people that are working behind this hashtag, Red Cycle campaign. Bridget- um, all right, so now jumping into the Red Cycle campaign, um, which has been making buzz quite a lot on social media platforms, um, what what motivated you guys to come up with this? What is it all about? Because someone who just did the Red Cycle campaign and they have no idea what it's about. The Red Cycle campaign seeks to create awareness on menstrual hygiene. That's the main thing. And in so doing, we decided we don't just want to get people to donate pets only. Mm. What we want to do is is to push for policies that okay. enable access to sanitary way for the girl child mm-hmm. in the rural area and the whole of Zimbabwe. Mm. So what we're doing for the Red Cycle campaign is that we want to push the government and parliament to set aside a budget Towards, towards sanitary okay. way okay, or to at least provide or, or, or what we can say is subsidizing sanitary way so that they are provided for free mm. in 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 in, in um in the schools, in the schools like in the, yeah. yes, and public areas. Yeah, I think it's, so, it's very important. Indeed it is. Because when we look at it that way, we're then saying that um, if government can also set aside a budget for sanitary pet dispensers because mm-hmm. already you go into any area here in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. any workspace, any school, mm-hmm. you'll find that sanitary disposal is not as it used to be. Mm-hmm. There are no incinerators. Mm-hmm. So now disposal becomes such a hazardous act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Mboma Hawks and I am the brand ambassador for Women's Institute for Leadership Development, hashtag Red Cycle Campaign. There are millions of girls in Zimbabwe who do not have access to sanitary wear because they simply cannot afford. Therefore, it is our goal and responsibility to come together as a community and help them have access to sanitary wear. Poor, vulnerable, marginalized women and girls end up resorting to unhygienic alternatives such as rags, newspapers, tissue, stockings. This is why the Red Cycle campaign advocates for the removal of VAT on sanitary pads and calls on government to provide free sanitary pads in schools. We also request that on the 29th of September, Lise Gumtrimbi Wabantu and donate a packet of pads which will benefit Abantuana Bangamankazana as well as our women in rural Zimbabwe. Sanitary wear needs to be provided for free in schools, universities and across the country.
Thank you very much for tuning in. And remember, next week, same time, same place, we are live here on Cliff Central. And if you'd like to tune in or live stream, it's www.cliffcentral.com. Also, you can download the application on iOS and on your Android phones and other phones that I might not know about. Uh, the name is Gilmore T, the global citizen. Until next week, same time, same place, God bless and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And remember, there is a Shoko Festival happening in Arare and in Tuasa Arts Festival happening in Bulawayo. And soon after that, we're going to have the European um, Film Festival that's happening from the 9th to the 13th of October in Bulawayo. So make sure that you attend and you show up. God bless and yeah, bye. This is cliffcentral.com.